paleo diet everyone was talking about. Actually, fuck it, if he had $138 million, he could afford to buy a private plane and staff it with the personal chef. Take a long, slow, deep breath in through your nose. Pause. And now release that breath out through your mouth. In and out. In and out. Slow your mind down and guide yourself into a new state of awareness. He had learned through meditation that it was important not to think too much about worst possible outcomes, because then that was what you ended up manifesting into existence. Instead, as his Uber picked up speed a bit, he brought himself to that new state of awareness in which he was a multimillionaire and he was the one turning down meetings with VCs. Sir, he opened his eyes startled. They had stopped in front of a glass and steel tower. This the place? He hit pause and removed his earbuds. Yeah, sorry about that. He got out of the car quickly and after handing over his ID at the security desk, took the elevator to the eighth floor. Hi, he said to the woman at the reception desk. I'm here for... I know who you are. She stood up to shake his hand. He sized her up quickly. She was probably around 22 or 23, wearing a floral dress and tights and bright red lipstick. Her light brown hair was in a bob with bangs. Not his type exactly, but cute. It's so great to meet you, Mac. We're so happy you're here. I'm Gina. I'm the office manager. I'll take you to the conference room. There's breakfast and some drinks all set up. He followed her back through the open plan office. It was a large room packed with desks and computers. Small signs indicated each company's name at its workspace, most of which had three or four desks. People looked up as Mac walked by. Most of them smiled. A few stood up and followed him and Gina to the conference room, where there were already five or six people seated at a long table, including the guy who'd invited him, Peter Fernandez. Peter stood up as Mac came in. Mac! He made his way over and shook Mac's hand. So glad you could be here this morning. Help yourself to a bagel or coffee. Peter was a former venture capitalist who had left the VC world two years ago to start this incubator. So far, seven of the incubator's companies had been bought, netting Peter around $20 million in the process. Mac poured himself a cup of coffee. How's everything going, he asked Peter. You know, Mac, everything is going great. We have a killer class right now. I'm just really psyched about the potential everyone brings to the table. He glanced around the room, which had filled up. You ready to do this? Mac nodded. He'd prepared his speech the night before, practicing it in front of the full-length mirror in his bedroom. Great. I'll give a short intro, and then you can just go into it. Peter cleared his throat. May I uh, have everyone's attention? The room quieted down. I'm very pleased to introduce today's breakfast speaker, the extraordinary Mac McAllister. Everyone applauded. He's a guy who needs no introduction, really. I'm sure you all have takeoff on your phones, but I'll give him an intro anyway, just so we can be reminded how incredibly awesome this guy is. So, Mac got kind of a late start in the startup world. He found a takeoff at the ripe old age of 25, which should give some of you here some hope. Everyone laughed. Peter pointed at a tall guy leaning against the wall in the back of the room. I'm looking at you, Sunil. Sunil saluted, grinned. Sunil just turned 32, Peter stage whispered to Mac. Anyway, in addition to founding Takeoff, which now has 63 employees, Mac's on the board of the New York Startup Series, and he also founded Tech for Kids, which teaches children in underserved communities how to code. Oh, and he's run the New York City Marathon three times. Peter Mock bowed down to Mac. Freely, dude, is there anything you can't do? I never could master German. The room laughed with him. Seriously, though, thanks for that intro, Peter. So, show of hands, how many of you growing up thought that you were one day going to start a company? 
Around half of the people in the room shot their hands up. Wow, impressive. How many of you thought that you would one day work for a startup? Another smattering of hands. And how many of you thought that that startup was going to be in New York City? This time, no hands went up. Mac grinned. In the past few years, the city has experienced nothing short of a revolution, and it's all because of people like you, and you, and you. He pointed at a few random people in the room. Heck, it's because of all of you. I moved to New York six years ago, and believe me, things were not the way they are now. The city was in a depression. And I don't just mean economically. I mean the whole city was depressed. Wall Street had basically imploded. New York was spiraling. Those point zero 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 one percenters at the top, they never got rid of their Hampton houses or their yachts. But a lot of people at their firms lost their jobs. So when things started to change, it wasn't Wall Street leading the way. You know who it was? He paused for dramatic effect. It was people like you and me, the tech industry. We were the ones taking leases on office space no one wanted. We were the ones hiring. And we were the ones...